Welcome to the Abundant Wellness with Andrea podcast from surviving to thriving in mind, body, and spirit. Hey there, I'm Andrea Jones, registered nurse, functional hormone coach, inner healing and deliverance pastor, and most importantly, wife and mother of two beautiful girls. This podcast is really a conversation about how to discover and walk in an abundant life that God has laid out for us while processing what I call the messy middle, pain and overcoming things in our life that are hard in order to nurture all of the parts of you so that you can walk in abundant wellness in all areas. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Abundant Wellness Podcast. I have the immense privilege of having Katie Allen here with me today. Um, Katie Allen is a massage therapist and has a master's of massage, as well as a myofascial release therapist. And she's going to be chatting with me today, um, talking all about massage, myofascial release, what is fascia, how does trauma affect the body, um, and ultimately how to kind of know if this is something that could benefit you. So thank you so much for being here today, Katie. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, I'm I'm excited that you're here because this is something that um, I know enough about to know that it's beneficial um, but not enough to be able to teach other people. And so I would love for you to share, um, first of all, a little bit about you, a little bit about your business, um, and what kind of led you into the line of work that you're doing today. Okay, wonderful. I'd love to share. So uh, a little bit about me. I grew up in the Chicago area, and I was very determined to... Um, to heal people. Um <laughs> uh, my background is uh my sister in uh 2001 her son my nephew was diagnosed with neuroblastoma cancer and it's a cancer that only hits kids um and my nephew was 2 and he passed 2 years later after a horrendous fight of 2 years of chemo radiation you name it. Uh, but growing up as a Christian, um, I always, like, I came to the understanding of, like, okay, God, if the Bible heals everybody, and so where's your healing, right? And so um, my passion to heal the human body started two decades ago uh, when my uh, nephew was going after that fight. Um, and so that's kind of what led me into the massage world. Um, I could never be a nurse or a doctor because I could never pass the SAT, ACT test. So I'm like, okay, what do I want to do hands-on? How do I want to help heal people? And um, I just started putting hands on people, working on them, massaging them, giving them five-minute chair treatments at work. Uh, my uh, back in Washington mutual days when it was still around, I was a customer service rep and um, a lot of stress induced right layoffs were happening. And so I'm like, well, I have good hands. Let me touch people and, and do little simple massages. And um, I'll never forget one of the, one of the people that it just blew the 
water right out of the door. And that's when I decided, okay, this is it. This is for me. This is what I'm called to do. Uh, her name is Kimmy. She had a panic disorder and um, I just, right. Her heart would beat at like 220 beats a minute. Uh, yeah. she like, pray for me. And I know, you know, as a nurse, that's a real issue to be yeah. stuck in that fight and flight mode and severe uh, racing heart rate. And so I just, you know, five minutes, simple little massages and, um, five days in a row. And on day five, um, I literally felt Holy spirit, like flow through me when I put my hands on her. Um, it was an actual transference and, uh, my hands started trembling. I was crying. She put her hands up to have me stop. I did. I backed off. She immediately hung up the phone and she turns around and she's bawling her eyes out. Do you know what you just did? I'm like, no. She proceeded to tell me that she had been a cutter for 10 years and she cut so that she could feel. Mm -hmm. Uh, And for the first time in 10 years, uh, she could feel somebody's hands on her shoulders and she didn't have to anymore and she was immediately delivered and that is like that was right after about a year after my nephew had died and I'm like that's it that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life um and so fast forward we had the layoff um my husband at the time loved traveling um and we couldn't afford for me to do massage school and so I drove a semi truck for six years and then I experienced a fatal car accident uh, after six years of driving. Um, But while those six years was happening, I never lost the dream, the vision, the calling to heal people, to put my hands on people. I had so many visions of like working on veterans and seeing PTSD healed and reversed and working on people with like suicidal and them getting freed on the table and so while I was praying as I was driving across the country the passion and the visions never stopped and uh after the fatality uh semi-truck uh we were t-boned by a drunk driver and the semi-truck rolled um, and after walking away from that unscathed except a lot of back pain and a lot of PTSD um, right Vowed to never drive a semi truck again. And I'm like, well, that was my wake up call. I'm not going to drive. I'm just going to do, I'm going to go after massage. And so a year later, that's when I enrolled into school. So um, I had that's nothing, amazing. I had no clue about PTSD. I had no clue about fascia in the body and how the body keeps score. I had no clue. Um, so specifically regarding the myofascial release, how I was introduced to it was after massage school, I had a baby and my son, Christopher, he had the vaccines and as a direct result of it, almost died. And a chiropractor and a cranial sacral therapist saved his life. Wow. Uh, and so I had dreamed of working for doctors, right? I wanted to be the best of the best. That's why I took my education so seriously. And the chiropractor and I were in the office and she's like, yeah, you have a great base. You know, I have well over a thousand hours of just massage education. She's like, you know, nothing about my fascia release that you take a class. I'll give you a job. And so 
what do you do to the woman who saved your son's life? You take yeah. the class and you get, right. you get to work with her. Right. And so um, it was actually almost eight years ago today. Um, it was October 2015. I had had back surgery as a result of the semi-truck accident and um, found myself almost paralyzed, couldn't run. Uh, wow. It sucked because uh, I was training for marathons and then like everything just fell apart. Um, so I take this, my fast reels class and they're doing just a little simple sphenoid release, right? Which is right here at the corner of your eyes. And it helps release the pituitary gland. It's really important. It's like pituitary gland is the master hormone of the brain right and so they're doing the, just this little simple light technique and all of a sudden my hips and my legs come off the table and I roll to the side and I'm like well this isn't massage what the heck just happened yeah and I realized my body was reliving this heavy mm-hmm. accident from five years ago I- and I'm like Okay, so trauma truly is stored in the body. And when you don't deal with it and you don't get the proper treatment to heal from it, then it just stays stuck there and it causes agonizing, continuous cycles of pain until you can get the fascia released. And the fascia in the trauma is super important because um, the fascial system, right? It's our connective tissue we're wrapped head to toe in this like spider web like sheath um and it's where all of our emotions our stresses our traumas all of our traumas is held in the fascial system and wow. so um when you go through a massive trauma or surgery um your body will build one new layer of scar tissue every 4 days after surgery or after trauma for a whole year and so it's super important to get the fascia to release because my personal experience with the semi-truck accident before I started getting the fascial system released and getting the MFR therapy um, I would relive the symptoms of the wreck every year Mm -hmm on the date of the accident until I was discharged from therapy. So three and a half months out of every year for six years, I'd be paralyzed in bed. I couldn't turn over. Like I had to turn, I had to use my hands because I was paralyzed from the waist down because I was in that much pain. So every year for three and a half months out of the year, that's, that's what I would live through. Wow. And then I moved up here to Vancouver, Washington, uh, just across the border from Portland. And um, a very great MFR therapist uh, took me under his wings and I started getting treatment and I started healing. Wow. Uh, I had a lot more than just the accident to heal from. Um, but after seeing him, I started with just once a month treatment and then about April of 2018, I just went for it. And I'm like, okay, every week I'm off every Thursday, I'm going to do it every week. And so I could afford it. Um, Every week I stuck with it. 
November, November 12th happened again and I didn't pass out and I wow. didn't live the wreck again. And all I, all that happened was my back tightened up and I got a little headache and the next day I was completely fine. Wow. And for the first time in years, I guess eight years, um, I, I didn't relive the accident for three and a half months. That is since it was so amazing. amazing. It is amazing. It's, and it's so fascinating too. So I, I remember from my, uh, anatomy days where we had to dissect cadavers that, you know, we learned all about the fascia, but one of the things that they never taught us, um, and really wasn't taught actually at all in Western medicine is that, um, that our body does hold on to stress, trauma, and emotional experiences, right? Um, emotional experiences that aren't moved through the body, appropriately like animals instinctively will they'll shake off their trauma you'll see them shake afterwards right or they'll yeah. run or they'll there's some kind of physical action um or release that happens in the body we're not a whole lot different but m- most of us have been culturally trained out of that so how does if you could just help like me <laughs> and the lay people to understand how does that like what happens in the fascia when we experience like profound chronic stressors, or I would say that's probably a lot of what you see is more of the chronic stress impact. Yeah. Uh, But then we also have the like real, you know, real traumas that do impact that as well. So what, what actually happens in the fascia? So what actually happens in the fascia when we experience any sort of trauma right? Surgery, we are knocked out. We don't have the ability to actually fight, right? We're paralyzed when we're under anesthesia. Um, Trauma, whether it be a slap in the face, um, an abusive parent, an abusive boyfriend or spouse or partner, um, that slap in the face, that that rape that uh, we don't like to talk about, but it happens more often than not. Um, that chronic over and over and over. When we experience the trauma, we actually leave our body. That like that is God ordained organically how He intended the human body to work. Trauma happens, we leave the body, we come back in, and that's when we start to we're shaking all over the place. That's when the doctors come in normally and they're like, okay, stop shaking, it's okay. No, we were made, I'm not gonna say we were made exactly like an animal because obviously we're different, but our nervous systems, our fight and flight system was designed to exactly like the animal, right? They get trained, they get examined, the guys get out of there and he comes back into his body, right? The polar radius and you see them shaking, right? We are designed to shake off the stress. And when we halt that, not only do we halt our healing, but we put our body in severe damage in fight and flight mode. Um, I'll give you an example, uh, stress alone, right? We're like, oh, it's stress. It's no big deal. We'll just take an anti-anxiety, antidepressant, right? We'll just, we'll just dumb down our, our nervous system and avoid the trauma, right? Avoid right. dealing with the real issue. Um, stress alone tightens our fascial system as if we've been hit by a semi-truck, 
That's a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of, right? We're already connected at 2,000 pounds per square inch. So then you you add on stress, you add on, on grief and anger from a divorce or from a death and you don't deal with that. That creates agony in our system. Mm-hmm. And the less we deal with it, the more disease that we get. Um, regarding this is so fascinating and I'm loving that science is actually catching up with this. Um, how does cancer get into the body, right? How does mm-hmm. cancer activate? Okay. Scientific proof. A group of normal cells is starved of its nutrition is starved of its oxygen via the fascial system because it's too tight. Mm-hmm. And it becomes a group in a cluster of abnormal cells that becomes then a tumor that then becomes cancerous. Right. And so there are so many testimonials of cancer actually being reversed by getting my fascia release done oh. over an extended amount of time. Um, it literally saves people's lives and here's how because the trauma it's stored in the fascial system I think one uh, my mentor um, who I have in Portland he was telling me I'm like how does this work with PTSD and trauma he says Katie our cells have the capability of holding a hundred thousand bits of trauma per cell wow Come over a trillion cells, right? That's a whole lot of trauma that one person can store. And yes. when the fascial system is released, whether you're stretching or you're laying on a ball or a foam roller, or you're going to somebody like a person like me or somebody else who actually puts their hands on you and just engages gently into the fascial system to release layer after layer after layer. Um, When the fascia releases, the trauma that occurred there and is stored in the body there is no longer there because the fascia releases, it encases every single cell in the body. So that's how it releases the trauma. our PTSD from our veterans and first responders. Um, I was so privileged. I actually got to be um, Portland East Precinct uh, on-call MFR therapist last year. And what I found out is a lot of the guys actually preferred coming to see me at my office instead of being treated at work. Sure. But there's there's the point of... um, I was approached by a Marine and a, who's also a police officer. And he's like, we need help. We need help. We need this, my fascia release Absolutely. to help our physical bodies. But there is a severe crisis of <clears throat> issues and PTSD among the first responders that's not being dealt with. Right. So need help. So I, got my organ license and I kept that going until I was, I was done with that assignment, but I still am very good friends with a lot of police officers who um, 
who are either that double, I call them a double hero. First of all, I think all of our first responders are heroes, but um, if you're right, Coast Guard firemen or Marine uh, police officer, um, that's a double hero in my opinion. You not only served our country once, you served it twice. Um, And so I just, I have a passion to heal. and I've seen it over and over and over again, the chronic stressors of so many individuals. And when somebody comes to me, I just put my hands on them. And so many people are hopeless, like that they'll never be out of pain anymore. Um, and after several sessions, two or three sessions, they're like, oh my God, you've given me so much hope. I I can live again. Right. And our our kiddos that are suicidal. I've worked on so many kids that are suicidal and I just put my hands on them and they ended up like falling asleep and releasing Mm -hmm. trauma. And then they wake up and they're like, whoa, I am so peaceful. I don't want to kill myself anymore. And it's such a testament of not only God's goodness of, you know, when you're Holy Spirit filled and you put your hands on somebody, Holy Spirit just whoop, transfers right yep. into the other yep. person. Yourself. Yeah, exactly. So it's a testimony. It's a testament of of so many things. It's so much goodness. Um, it's and amazing. So, yeah. No, it's it, it's fascinating. And I, you know, one of the things that I, I love about it, and I still need to get it done for myself, but I have brought one of my kids in. And, you know, prioritizing triaging treatments over here. Right. Um, But that being said, there's two things that kind of stood out to me in this. And and it's one of the reasons why I'm talking so much about I'm talking about trauma from different angles, because I think as believers, we can forget that God entrusted us with a body. And my personal belief is that if God allows us like we're, we're encased in this human physical body. Right. And we experience things that impact our physical body. He's not just going to bring spiritual tools to heal us, right? Of our like mind, whatever emotions, but we can actually use what like science psychology understands about how trauma impacts the body. And we can begin to work with it and the Holy Spirit to get that freedom and breakthrough. So understanding how the body works can actually give a, give us keys of, oh, this might be my next step in healing, right? So a lot of times what, um, what I see as a practitioner, absolutely, like stress impacts everything. It impacts everything in the body. Um, and there are things that we can do to get people out of stress states, out, you know, there are habits that we need, like we need to make sure we're eating meals, not stressed out, right? We need to make sure that we're not binge watching our phone right before bed. Like there, there are practical things that we can do, but then there are things like you're talking about where trauma is actually, um, and stress is actually stored in the body and needs some kind of, I don't want to use the word manipulation. I'm talking about physical manipulation, move around in the body to get that release. Right. Mm -hmm. So what are some common, you talked about pain, you talked about some of the mental health 
um, complaints that people come in with. What are some physical disease states that you might see? Like, I know one that we had talked about personally was like irritable bowel disease, um, IBS, IBD, um, chronic pain. Um, what are some more common things that you see that people are coming in with that actually are connected to maybe emotions or stress? Mm-hmm. So much breathing issues and shoulder issues and digestive mm-hmm. issues and mm-hmm. back issues. That's the, and I mean, the, the frozen shoulder and the shoulder issues I've in the past two months had 19 new patients on my table and over half of them have frozen shoulder. Um, that's a, God, what's going on with their shoulders? Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> right. Um, so I'm seeing a lot of shoulder issues. Um, so when I lay my hands on people, I can actually feel their emotions. Mm-hmm. I can feel what emotion is stored where, and it just depends on the person on my table. Um I feel specifically when I'm working on shoulders, there's a lot of anger and there's a lot of grief in Mm -hmm. people's shoulders. And I literally feel that. And I kind of just right when my hands are there, I'm like, right. I kind of shake it off so that I don't take on what's going on in them. But right. Holy Spirit helps me discern like, okay, there's grief or there's anger. And I just say gently to the person, it's okay to let that grief go. It's okay to deal with that anger and and let out a scream because so many people have been hindered and told that that's not okay. Repressing their emotions. Yep. Yes. Um, I see a lot of people who are dealing with grief locked up rib cages, locked up solar plexus. And I'm not talking about the energetic solar plexus, the physical solar plexus right under the xiphoid process, which like provides all of our organs with nerves and nutrients and vibe, right? So many people's solar plexus and nerves, like they're shot. So as issues, hip issues, back issues, gut issues, and you can almost draw a triangle from the bottom part of the rib cage down to the right hip, over to the left hip, and up to the rib cage again. And that's where the center of most people's problems are laying. Mm-hmm. Um, if the rib cage is locked because you're not breathing right, if you're in the fight and flight mode, you can't breathe right. Right. So that locks down digestion, that locks down so many issues and causes so many, it's a trifecta effect, right? It's Mm -hmm. a lot of complications there. Uh, And by just laying my hands on them and saying, okay, you can let out that grief, right? There's a lot of people who experience grief And that's what causes their IBS. That's what causes Mm -hmm. um, all of their digestive issues. Um, I'm working on a patient right now who has, she's seeing me for knee, hip, and back issues. Um, And she's one who doesn't take any, um, any supplements for high blood pressure. And she told me, she's like, I've got really high blood pressure and 
when she says heights like 180 over 120 which is not healthy to be living around right no. um and <laughs> so I start working on her and I'm working on the gut and I'm working on the back um and she's like so I I'm not having any high blood pressure anymore Come I mean on. and just that that relief that release of grief um that release of anger that release of okay i'm going to admit that i have a problem and that's okay to admit that i have a problem it's okay that i admit that i really don't want to feel this grief or anger but i realize it's causing havoc in my body because i'm hanging on to it so absolutely allow myself to start to let go and she doesn't have any digestive issues anymore and she also doesn't have any high blood pressure anymore and it's all because she started to let go yeah and so it's um I love working with people that have a lot of anxiety because it gets to the my fascia release it gets to the underlying cause of right were you anxious to begin with right mm-hmm. what aren't you dealing with that you need to deal with and how can I help you and I love it because in my practice my my whole business practice is built on this is your safe place to heal mm-hmm. I very rarely see those miracles right that Oh, an amputee walks in and they walk out with a grown limb, right? I mean, right, yeah. <laughs> I still second want best to miracle, see yeah. <laughs> the second best miracle, though, yeah. Right, but I get to walk people through their healing journey, and it's something that, like, I have. I am so blessed. I have so many pain management doctors and so many mental health counselors and psychiatrists and psychologists referring their patients to me because they can't help them anymore. They're like, you need some hands-on, you need, uh, you need to deal with your stuff. And I'm talk therapy is so great. It will only get you so far. You have to have form of hands-on. Right help you feel safe so that you can actually let go of what's been disturbing you. So absolutely. And I just want to kind of add on to that, that because we, we actually talked about this in, um, in an episode a couple weeks ago, when I was talking, I was talking with another practitioner about EMDR talk therapy only really addresses one part of the brain, right? It's the frontal lobe primarily. And so, I mean, sometimes you'll do the parietal lobe where you're you're maybe talking about memories and things like that. But when we're talking about a trauma-informed approach, you have to be looking at the brain, the part of the brain that's storing the trauma and the body that's storing the trauma as well. And so uh, when you're talking about feeling somebody's emotion and helping them to release anger, it's not just giving them, or what I'm hearing you say, is it's not just that you're giving them permission to feel, you're creating that safe space, but then you're doing the manipulation, the physical manipulation on wherever they're storing the trauma so that the body can actually release the tightening 
this is what I'm understanding. So am I getting it right? Okay. Um, The tightening and so that the body's not holding on to that anymore. And so I just think, I I think what you do is phenomenal and it is so Mm -hmm. underscored in the realm of, I mean, just Western medicine doesn't talk about it. Right. Um, but I would love for you to share, where can people find you if they're like, oh my gosh, I need to talk to this person. I need to have a consult with this person. I know that you're very busy right now, but that doesn't mean people can't reach out to you. So where is the best place for people to find you if they are feeling like this might be the next best step for them? Uh, so healingmfr.com uh, is my website. Um, so healing, just like you're being healed, H-E-A-L-I-N-G-M-F-R.com. Um, I actually just hired my first employee because I'm so busy and we're getting so many people. I'm like, okay, it's time for me to expand when I have a six week waiting list. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hire maybe a couple of people. Um, so they can reach out to me on my website, um, or, uh, healing MFR at gmail.com. They can, um, email me, uh, my numbers on the website, uh, they, they can Google Vancouver, my fascial release. Um, I am the first one that comes up there, um, at the top part of the, the Google search. Um, amazing several different ways. Um, and I love working with people of all walks of life. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how they can find me. Oh, this is amazing. Katie. I, I just, I love what you do and I want people to know about you and be able to come and work with you. Um, if they need to, I know that I need to get on that list for, um, like funny, cause I've been having shoulder pain. <laughs> um, <laughs> so when you said that I'm like, what's going on, Lord, what's going on in the atmosphere here? But, um, if this sounds like, you know, if Katie's talking, you know, has helped you to recognize like, oh, there actually can be something I can do about this issue instead of feeling stuck or instead of beating your head against the wall with your provider, if you're feeling like you're not getting answers, then I just want to encourage you to please go reach out to her. I will make sure to put those links in the show notes so that people can reach you very easily. Um, And Katie, I just wanted to say thank you so much for the work that you do. And thank you for your time and coming on the podcast today and helping me and my listeners understand fascia and trauma and how that, um, how that impacts the body in a more, uh, more understandable way. So thank you for your time today. Absolutely. I'm honored to share um, anytime. Um, Also, one other thing you were talking about teaching, I am a teacher at the Pacific Northwest Massage Academy as well. Um, And I actually teach their my fascia release classes. Um, And they have moved me to the end of the semester and the end of the school year, because when I was doing it in the middle of the, the school year, I would turn all of the massage therapist into MFR therapist and the teachers did not didn't know. like that. <laughs> they didn't know what to do with them. And so <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. So my, my, my clients, my students, uh, even get it. And they're like, this is the missing link to all of the other therapies that help, but don't give permanent results. Wow. When you add the release to it, you really get a full body healing because it is a full body treatment. It addresses the emotions, the physical pain, 
the spirit, the mind, the body, it's a, it's a full body treatment and you, there's the price is valueless, right? You can't, you can't put a price on your mental health and on your physical health. So you nailed you it. Are, everybody is worth it. So, um, thank you so much. I'm so honored to, to be on the podcast today. Oh, well, it's, it's a joy always. And you just gave us like five really good nuggets there at the end that everybody needs to listen to at least five times over. So uh, (laughs) thank you. Thank you again for your time today, Katie. Thanks for being on here. Absolutely. Have a wonderful listening today. If you like so many women that I talk to on a regular basis are struggling with hormone imbalances, mood swings, irritability, anxiety, fatigue, heavy periods, or painful periods, then make sure to grab my free guide linked in the show notes or schedule a free complimentary, sorry, that's two of the same word, complimentary breakthrough call, where I'm going to dive in deep with you on what's contributing to your hormone imbalances, what is keeping you stuck, and what you need to do to move forward. Thanks for listening.